Indian Medicine Sanctuary. Um, so happy that we find each other again in this space. Um, thank you for your patience and for your devotion to this space and for coming back here. To all the new people, welcome. Um, today we are going to get into the another element. Um, the last episode we kind of got into this new series or um, mini-series uh, kind of working with and communing with the elements within our own lives and in this first episode we talked about the earth and what she embodies and how we can work with her and today we are diving into the element of air our father sky um, I felt that this was a, a beautiful way to continue this series as um, earth and air counter each other in a really beautiful way. They are the mother and the father, in fact, <laughs> are cosmic lovers. And within their eternal embrace, they cradle life itself and they cradle us. Um, and air, in my mm, working with him and understanding of this energy, is an embodiment of the father, very active and uh, intelligent, um, an authorian, authoritarian figure. Uh, this energy longs to move and fill containers, uh, filling the earth, for example. Uh, and these energies, the air and the earth, come together as opposing yet equal forces. And within their communion, we find a deep sense of balance and harmony. They are the divine masculine and feminine, or the yen and the yang. And where earth is gentle and yielding, where she is dense, calm, our air is formless and light, is active and penetrates. He opposes the earth in her physicality um, as he is pure energy beyond form and matter. He is an invisible force beyond the seen world within the invisible spirit. Um, and this, this energy is naturally lighthearted <laughs> as, um, as it it goes beyond something that we can see and is just felt more so. It is a very light, formless energy in and of itself. It is a, it carries this light energy um, in the sense of its playfulness and um, invitation for lightheartedness and joy um, and a childlike uh, curiosity of the world. And air also is very expansive. It is always moving and flowing and growing. Also, um, again, countering the, the more restrictive and dense energy of the earth. And also where the earth manifests um, the invisible world into form, into something that we can touch and see, into something tangible. Air, in a way, moves in the opposite direction. Air liberates 
things into to, into their fullness and totality, coming back into uh, its oneness with the universe. He touches all things, infusing his breath of life into our world. And uh, within him is carried the strength of a raging storm and the ease of a summer breeze. He is alone, very multifaceted, and his nature is constantly changing um, and hard to pin down. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, he is the breath of life and he is the carrier of this life energy, this chi or prana. And this is manifested within our own physicality as our breath, this continuous inhale and exhale that sustains our life, that ties us to this experience. Um, I heard this, this saying in a book that I read recently um, in which Chinese sages believed that as we receive earthly nourishment through our food, we receive heavenly nourishment through our breath. And so our breath is a beautiful doorway into connecting with this divine energy, with this earth energy. And we may commune with air, in fact, through our breath, either by observing our breathing patterns, how, how we inhale and exhale, the rhythms of our breathing, is it steady and slow or is it fast? Does our heart race? Do we generally breathe pretty shallow or do we find ourselves in more deep breaths? Is our breathing constricted? All of these different um, kind of observations are a beautiful way to see how air is embodied within us and the kind of state that it's in, it's, it's vitality. And yeah, as we create more awareness around our breathing patterns, um, this can reveal a lot also about our general well-being uh, within our spirits and within our bodies. Um, cultivating a meditation and breathing practice uh, nourishes very deeply this life force energy. Um, and meditation is another kind of aspect of, of air where, <laughs> where it's moving and flowing and playful and laughing is also meditative. Uh, and we connect with this energy through our own uh, meditation practice. Creating more stillness in our bodies also creates expansion and depth. <sighs> and um, yeah, there are many different breathing practices and ways of meditating. The traditional idea of meditating is to sit in a, um, you know, sitting lotus position or laying and closing our eyes and, um, and being in this space. And yet we can also find ourselves meditating in so many different ways, like um, looking at the sky or communing with the earth or um, getting into a, a task that we find ourselves just like totally getting lost in. And so exploring this and finding the ways that we can cultivate stillness and expansion within our own 
daily lives and practices. And another beautiful way is uh, creating more intentional breathing practices where we can really get into working with our breaths beyond just like our normal daily breathing, but working to deepen and expand our breath intentionally. And there are many different um, breathing practices out there. And of course, you can pick one that resonates more with you, also depending on um, what you're wanting to work with. There are so many different practices that uh, embody different kind of energies or bring in different kind of energies. For example, this very well-known breath of fire where you breathe very rapidly, almost kind of like you're panting <laughs> through your nose. Um, it's meant to build heat in the body and raise energy. It's commonly practiced in kundalini yoga and the intention is to bring up this resting energy in our root up into our crown chakra, up into this very airy subliminal space. Um, versus another uh, breathing practice like one called the Nadi Sadhana which is uh, kind of like an alternating nostril breathing where you plug one nose, you breathe, you, you breathe in from one nostril um, and then you plug that one and you switch and you exhale through the other one, you inhale again and again alternate. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you can look into this more deeply. I don't know how will I just explain that, but it's basically alternating your nostril breathing, and this is meant to cultivate a very soothing energy and grounding and balancing. Um, so working with this and seeing um, how all of these affect you in different ways, and also as you continue to grow these breathing practices, seeing how also your breath naturally begins to change, begins to expand and deepen and your chest starts to open um, and seeing also how this is then reflected in the energy that you embody. Perhaps it feels more lighter and it even radiates this light. Um, I know I noticed this when I um, practice more consistently uh, breath work um, I, I really notice this beautiful expansion not only in my chest but also in my belly as I begin to breathe so much deeper than my chest going into like below into my diaphragm and seeing kind of these different ways of breathing beyond like this very shallow breath that, that is just in our chest seeing how much deeper we can go um, is for me a really beautiful feeling um, yeah so <laughs> another way to kind of tune into this air energy um, is to bring in more awareness of our bodily sensations of the energy um, for example do we feel kind of heavy within our being uh, do we feel weighed down and sluggish and tired and just like in a way uh, feeling like there's a cloud above us or a weight on our shoulders that's keeping us heavy and feeling us heavy feeling heavy or do we feel bloated um, or do we feel so light that we feel like we're just not even touching the ground we're like floating and flying <laughs> 
Um, or are, do we find our thoughts racing often? Um, all of these different um, kind of patterns or observations can are different manifestations of air within the body and can reveal a lot of, um, of how it is finding balance or disbalance within the body and beginning to observe this, we can also start to kind of work with this energy and see what we're needing more of or needing less of. Um, and air is, like I said, naturally very playful in its energy. Um, it is it is pure movement. <laughs> and so we can uh, also connect with air um, and see the, the value of air within our beings as we nurture movement uh, within our life and cultivate a devotional practice through our movement, which keeps air in our life force energy flowing freely. Um, and this lack of motion just creates more stagnation and discomfort in the body when air longs to move. And a lot of, uh, for example, our lymphatic system doesn't have its own natural pump. It, it moves through our movement. We are the pumps. <laughs> And, and so that just is one example of how vital uh, and reliant our, our body is on, on this movement. And so um, developing different daily practices where we can really move our bodies and support this flow of energy, um, like for example, through dancing or going for walks or doing yoga or just staying in some ways active in general. Um, is very supportive of this energy and also yeah allows uh, this air to flow freely through us rather than getting stuck in certain places and then building into discomfort and stagnation um, air also carries a very childlike nature <laughs> uh, in this light-hearted ease of a child uh, this curiosity and joyfulness and just wanting to play and have fun. Um, and we can fully experience this magic of air when we release the seriousness that can build in life, when we release this tension or this control and just um, embody this playfulness and fun and uh, enjoy adventures and surrender to the flow of life that is air and bringing more playfulness into our lives invites expansion um, of air also into our hearts and chests when when we release this seriousness and this weight on our shoulders our, our hearts can then expand and our chest can open and we can just feel so much lighter and really enjoy all that life has to offer hmm. sound is another embodiment of air for example singing or laughing or playing or listening to music prayers words these are all embodiments of of air um, and playing with with these different expressions and energies can also um, connect us to this air element using our voice and um, strengthening our voice, seeing what it, 
how it sings and how it feels for us to sing so openly and expressively, uh, allowing ourselves to laugh freely and, you know, deep belly laughs that <laughs> begin to ache and hurt, but in like such a beautiful way. We're enjoying the sounds of music, specifically wind instruments um, or bells are uh, deeply embodied in, in earth as the, the earth plays these instruments through our breath or through the wind um, and so we can really connect with this energy through these um, prayers and words are also another embodiment of air um, and we can actually work with this energy through our our prayers and our words so you know setting intentions or saying a prayer for ourselves or a loved one or uh, anything really calls in this energy as the earth hears everything and whispers these words into the earth for, for her to manifest. Um, and so working with this energy and playing around with manifesting or uh, also liberating and freeing ourselves from different things that we don't want in fact or don't need um, can also be another aspect of how we can work with this uh, seeing what is actually weighing us down and, and asking for this release and working to let this go. Mm. <laughs> I feel that um, because I'm talking about air right now, it, um, I feel kind of this really airy energy in the way that I'm also expressing this information or this, uh, this episode. Uh, I feel like it's so much more... <laughs> somehow fast-paced or like um you know kind of saying the facts versus like in my other episode I, I feel like it was more somehow free-flowing and slow and gentle <laughs> and so this is kind of another example of um air and how it's showing up for me right now like kind of you know this fast pace like boom 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 here it is like let's move on you know no dilly-dallying kind of thing <laughs> Um, so I hope this is okay. <laughs> it's just part of the experience. Um, yeah. But I, I will still try to kind of let, let all of this sink in and take my time. <sighs> so, like I said, um, sound is an embodiment of air. And so um, the sound within our bodies, uh, like our voice, can tell us a lot about air uh, and how air is embodied within ourselves um, how our voice projects is it loud um, can people hear us clearly or do we find people often asking us to repeat ourselves because we talk very quietly um, i find that this is definitely something that happens to me a lot i have a very soft voice and it's it can be quiet and like a, a place where maybe things are a bit louder and Often I get asked to, well not often, but sometimes it happens where people ask me to repeat myself and um, I try to like work with this and intentionally um, work with my voice uh, as this was uh, a deep form of healing for me. I found a lot of um, strength through this and um, a lot of stagnation that existed there that I was working with and am continuing as it's a continuous practice to work with this to 
to open up this um, this energy, um, you know, this throat chakra energy of our voice, and to project more, to express myself. Um, and so, yeah, exploring our voices, is it also very monotone or is it expressive and really interesting and kind of full of this energy? Um, this can reveal a lot about the vitality of the living air that is within us, um, as well as within our communication. You know, do we uh, find ourselves authentically expressing ourselves? Um, do we find ourselves, you know, saying what's on our mind, saying what needs to be said, being honest with ourselves and with other beings? Or do we feel that sometimes we can hold ourselves back in this way? Do we sometimes want to say something but then don't or don't know how to express ourselves or, um, you know, kind of not wanting to hurt other people or being nervous or anxious? All of this can, can reveal a lot about this energy. Um, and, you know, for myself, this was definitely present within my being. Um, it took a kind of a lot of um, awareness within this space to um, kind of open up this world for myself and learn how to uh, authentically express myself and give myself the space to, um, you know, say what needs to be said, uh, working with my voice and speaking up also. Perhaps if um, we find that our voice is very soft and quiet, um, perhaps uh, there's more need to speak up about something, perhaps this also means that sometimes you don't uh, say something that needs to be said, perhaps uh, you allow your boundaries to be crossed sometimes, or you allow things to happen that you don't necessarily want, but don't say uh, no or yes or whatever it may be. Um, and so we can also play around with this and see all of these different layers that come up when we begin to observe these little things that uh, we don't maybe often think about. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, air is also <laughs> air is also um, innately a spiritual energy. It is our beingness it is our spirit and our soul beyond the physicality of our body and so um, cultivating different spiritual practices is naturally a more airy energy um, and so we can also work with this and see how this shows up within our life do we feel this connection to something beyond ourselves beyond our bodies beyond the physical world um, or do we mostly just kind of live in, in this space? Uh, it can also be the opposite, where maybe we find more ourselves so deeply in the spiritual world that we kind of forget uh, to maybe take care of our bodies or to tend relationships with uh, the earth and uh, our friends and our family. Um, and so kind of this is the balance between air and earth that we can find. Um, because both are valuable and both are important and, you know, require each other to balance each other and to live this full experience of uh, this life. 
Yeah, so air lives within our, our spiritual or our mental bodies. Um, that which is more seen, more felt, and not seen. <laughs> um, so also looking at our thoughts and the way that we um, think, the way that we speak, the way that we learn. Um, we're also looking into our soul, soul searching and our soul's calling. What is it that we truly want to be doing versus uh, what are we doing and do those align? Exploring all of this um, and kind of playing around with this energy. Air longs to follow its, you know, its heart and it just wants to move and flow and just kind of do what it wants and we can kind of reflect that back on ourselves and ask ourselves whether we are truly doing what it is that we want, whether we are listening to our heart when it speaks or whether we are um, tuning into our soul's calling and what it is that we came here to do or are we just kind of doing what's expected of us, which is um, something that air really feels uncomfortable by. <laughs> um, yeah, so for example, a very airy constitution within a being may be embodied um, within a lot of energy, very energetic attitude, always on the move, um, always you know going from one thing to another, kind of bouncing around and hard to pin down, um, always kind of learning and collecting information and looking for answers and um, you know, interested in a variety of different topics um, and perhaps branches out to many different topics or tasks, in fact. Um, this is kind of the, um, the thing with air is that there can be many different things going on but not a lot of depth in it. And depth comes with uh, the grounding into this earth energy. So this is another way that they balance each other. If we solely lived within air, um, kind of nothing would really get done and we would never really go uh, deep into different topics because air always longs to explore and always longs to change and move and flow. And so staying on one topic for too long is boring for air. Um, and that's where this earth energy comes and balances out this energy because air uh, is still and dense and uh, commits to things. So air, uh, on the other hand, uh, picks one thing that uh, she loves and sticks with it and in fact uh, is totally devoted to this thing until she knows kind of everything and feels it and knows it. Um, and so seeing at one point on the spectrum we are at in this way can reveal a lot about kind of the, the ways that these different elements uh, express themselves within our beings. Um, also kind of this really, yeah, like I said, a scattered, <laughs> scattered energy in a way, um, very free flowing. Um, another aspect can be uh, another aspect of this uh, how air can kind of show up in a being or how we how we can express this is through this kind of clear headedness or clear intentions and clear thoughts you know um, knowing exactly what we want um, is kind of this air in balance you know it's very 
like it's moving and it, it creates the space for this free flow and yet it it is clear and where it's moving towards in a way um, or it's clear in the unknown um, and it knows kind of what it wants um, also I've noticed that people with a lot of air energy um, live within their intellect very intensely like you know like I said air um, can be very intellectual as well collecting information you can kind of think of it in this way as this mercury energy always kind of moving around to different topics collecting information wanting to know what's up kind of um, needing to explain everything uh, and yeah this can be kind of another aspect of that um, also uh, this person can be very talkative uh, <laughs> And, you know, always kind of sharing or wanting to, to spread this information or wanting to talk about certain topics. Um, and perhaps they can also manifest as like feeling like they have all the answers to things. Yeah. Another point on this grand spectrum, though, is a feeling of actually being ungrounded and um you know floating off of the ground maybe our minds also feel scattered and we find ourselves forgetful um, you know forgetting what the person just told us or forgetting people's names or forgetting where we put that one thing and like losing things often like this this is also part of that kind of scattered energy um, a lack of concentration concentration <laughs> Uh, a very like easy breezy attitude like going with the flow no worries all of that stuff um, mm -hmm. and when I say these things uh, I'm talking about just some examples of a vast spectrum of, of air and what air can embody within a person and how it can be shown through way people behave um, yeah but air is naturally um, impossible to fit into a box air is always many different things at once um, and so I'm just giving you some some things to kind of play around with here or to branch out from and yeah none of these kind of traits or what I'm saying here is inherently good or bad um, or balanced or imbalanced we we only really know that within our own selves and that's why reflecting all on these behaviors and um, observing ourselves in this way can offer us a deeper um, kind of understanding of the way that we are express ourselves through these elements it offers us a glimpse into how we behave when we are feeling balanced within ourselves when we are feeling good um, and, and in this way, we can see when we begin to uh, go into a more disbalanced um, place, when we kind of begin to change our, our natural behavior or something shifts. Um, yeah, we are seeing our natural tendencies and accepting them with love, um, you know, wholeheartedly as just forms of all of these elemental expressions within ourselves, not inherently wrong or bad. No element is better or worse than another one. They're just, they just are what they are. Um, 
yeah, and they support us in finding harmony again within ourselves. For example, uh, when we normally feel rather grounded within ourselves, um, you know, mentally clear, very kind of in this earth energy, whether we are consciously aware of this energy or not, and then suddenly we, we begin to find a time where um, we are kind of having more racing thoughts or aren't feeling so grounded anymore. We're kind of like forgetting things everywhere and we're like, okay, what's going on here? Um, we can see that perhaps there's a bit more air energy within our beings than that we're used to. And then we can kind of begin to work with this and working with balancing out this energy and perhaps calling in more earth or um, kind of uh, soothing the, the air that's being a bit ag aggravated within our uh, within ourselves, whatever the situation may be that is causing that. Um, and also this may help and support in finding ease within these behaviors, uh, not necessarily getting frustrated with ourselves because we, we are this way or that way, um, and just like honoring all of these aspects of ourselves as just the many layers of our being that are asking for expression and in fact deserve this expression. And so we can, we can honor this and work with this and not necessarily attach ourselves to, to these things um, and instead allow them to flow, <laughs> which comes back to this air energy, um, which is kind of detached and in the flow so we can, yeah, we can move with this and work with this and allow ourselves to change as well within these, these whole behaviors. Yeah, um, kind of a, another example in, in the opposite direction is if we find ourselves feeling rather heavy and weighed down and, you know, maybe taking things too seriously or not having fun in life anymore, um, we can, uh, to kind of balance this out and uplift ourselves, we can call in this air energy to support us in finding and remembering this playfulness and fun within ourselves again, you know. Uh, asking air to support us and um, in releasing this weight and growing lighter again yeah <laughs> hmm. cool so um, some different ways that we can kind of commune with air and connect um, with this element is um, for example, observing a, a thunderstorm that, that is happening, um, seeing and really feeling this intense energy that is around us and that is enveloping this space, um, the strength in the voice of thunder and lightning, how, how they really like shake the ground, um, the kind of strength that they embody is the strength in, in air, like it can also be rather intense and powerful and earth-shattering. Um, observing and playing around in this space and seeing also how it makes you feel <laughs> to witness this. Um, another way is watching the sunrise or the sunset or also observing the wind, which is kind of a more obvious way that earth, or not earth, air, <laughs> uh, lives in. Um, in this experience, in this place, um, 
watching how the wind moves and how it feels like caressing against your skin and how it feels blowing your hair and observing what direction it's blowing in or observing the way that it flows through the trees first kind of spir spiraling in around one and then going to another one and seeing kind of trying to in a way visualize or uh, dance with the, this wind that's always moving and seeing kind of this pattern and rhythm um, I really personally enjoy this practice. I feel like it's really beautiful to, to in a way, um, see something that is unseen, like see how it affects the things around it, although this force is invisible, it, it interplays and interacts with everything around us and seeing kind of its nature through this, this dance, um, I think is really cool. <laughs> Yeah, and also kind of standing in the face of the wind, especially when it's very strong and very powerful, like feeling this force moving through you and allowing it to clear your energy and, you know, go deep inside of you and come out carrying all these things that you no longer need. This energy of air can be very cleansing and purifying, and so working with the wind in this way can support you in, in this process of, Letting go something that you don't need, uh, uh, supporting you and clearing your energy when maybe you feel a bit weighed down or heavy in certain ways. Yeah. Um, also, another kind of way to work with the wind is uh, whispering prayers or intentions into the wind. Um, and allowing the wind to carry it up to the heaven and to the earth and to be heard by these spirits um, and to come, come forth back to you in the ways that you ask for and in the ways that you need. Um, like I said earlier, air carries these messages in, in the wind, like the wind is the traveler that touches all things. Um, and so working with this energy to uplift and inspire our intentions to come forth to us, to be heard, and uh, to be manifested. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, another way is kind of like I also talked about earlier is dancing and playing, like creating more space in your life for more movement, more flow, more goofiness um, beyond this uh, kind of rigid idea of what we think dance should be or play should be just in fact letting it be whatever it is for you letting your body move in the ways that it feels good and calling this dance you know just playing some music and uh, just moving this is why i feel ecstatic dance can be so powerful um, kind of going beyond the limitations of um, society's idea of dance like certain very particular forms like you know ballroom dancing or ballet or whatever it may be and just or really anything that kind of has a name and just going into something that maybe doesn't have a name <laughs> or is now called ecstatic dance <laughs> um, and playing around with like all the different ways that your body can move and flow and seeing how this can be such a powerful way to uplift your energy and make you feel so much lighter and so free um yeah also playing can can be 
a similar practice um, where you just let yourself have fun and let loose and maybe run around in a open grassy field you know and laugh and play with the birds and talk to the trees and <laughs> just be like a child again and this childlike energy um, is so important and so healing and so valuable to come back to in this world that has somehow gotten a bit too serious in, in many ways um, kind of taking back this strength in childlike playfulness and innocence and fun yeah another way is um, kind of looking at the sky which is another more obvious way that air expresses itself um, you know this the kind of way that I described air in this episode was father sky um, he is the heavenly bodies that is in deep eternal communion with the earth and this this it embraces what cradles all of life and so observing and looking up at the sky um, can be another way that we commune with this energy um, for example how the clouds if there's any clouds firstly <laughs> and if there is how are they moving in the sky are they very slow and looking kind of still or are they super fast moving with the breeze is there what what forms do they find themselves in what do you see in the clouds this is kind of a, also a very ancient form of divination is um, looking at the shapes in the clouds to um, send you messages kind of allowing the spirits and air and the sky to offer you these messages to uh, what you interpret in these shapes and in these forms um, it can reveal a lot to you and offer a lot of me medicine um, for what you're needing to hear or see or what is asking to be revealed in this time uh, so perhaps also cultivating this practice of uh, this cloud divination i don't know um, exactly what it's called but this practice can also be uh, rather powerful like you know looking in a cup of tea or using tarot cards this is just another form uh, depending on what you resonate with and what you're wanting to work with as well um and yeah kind of observing the wisdom that can be embodied through the sky um, how it's always flowing and changing you know in the night when you look at the stars and the planets how they're always flowing in the sky they're never exactly on one point all the time they move through the sky and in all of these different times and phases um, they embody also different energies um, which reminds me astrology is another um, embodiment of air uh, using exactly the sky and the, the stars that are moving through uh, this sky that we can see um, and learning to uh, understand ourselves in a deeper way and understand the nature and the rhythms of the earth through um, these archetypes and analysis yes also <laughs> there are of course many different ways that you can um, work with air it's all dependent on you and your relationship with it but i have a few more that i would like to say um also incense lighting some incense 
and watching the, the smoke coming from it is another beautiful way to uh, first firstly it can be part of your meditation practice where you can observe the smoke floating and uh, changing in the air seeing how the light catches it or how the breeze dances with it um, also uh, smudging um, using again the smoke of certain herbs um, to clear yourself or clear a space you know again air uh, offers its medicine through this purifying and cleansing energy so smudging and even incense the smoke from from what we burn um, offers very deep healing uh, through clearing any stagnant energy or harmful energy that we won't don't want around us uh, purifying a space or uh, your being when you're feeling a bit when something isn't feeling totally right um, also like i kind of said earlier about blowing a, a prayer or an intention into the wind we can also do this with um, smoke with an incense for example we can whisper these words of intentions and prayers into the smoke and let it be lifted up into the sky and be heard by these spirits um, yeah and also we can clear many different things beyond just ourselves or our room like we can smudge a deck of cards that we worked with um, that we feel kind of is holding on to this energy or certain stones or jewelry or clothes our hands which can also carry a lot of energy um, yeah kind of tuning into this and seeing uh, how how it feels for you when you begin to smudge more or work with incense more in these ways also um, smelling flowers or pressing dried flowers or observing flowers in general uh, flowers are a manifestation of this air energy uh, also in um, permaculture um, or is it biodynamics <laughs> where they they plant and harvest um, and work with plants in relation to the faces of the moon um, air is uh, embodied embodied in the, the flowers and different things that are flowering at this time are best picked or seeded um, or planted in a time of air <sighs> yeah also like i mentioned in the earth episode um, collecting different sacred objects except this time more with the intention of working with air uh, for example, feathers can be a very powerful uh, communion with this energy. Also, flowers, like I said, or really any any object um, that you stumble upon that feels ties you to to this energy and that you you feel connected with. Yeah. Hmm. And. Um, some different kind of rituals that we can do when we're working with this element and have maybe these objects or have the incense burning or are um, working in our meditation practice and are wanting to call in different energies 
we can work with the element of air when we're um, doing rituals related to traveling, um, calling in kind of protection in this way and safe and smooth travel, um, you know, where the path just clears for you and is easy and, um, and it just flows. Uh, can be a powerful ritual for travelers like myself <laughs> where um, it's very important to kind of protect your energy in this way because you're always kind of moving and changing places and meeting new people and it can be really draining and so asking for this protection um, also another way is uh, cultivating clear communication so maybe um, we're finding ourselves not not expressing ourselves as openly as we want maybe we feel like we're holding back in certain ways or we're not exactly knowing how to say something that we want to say um, working with this energy and creating rituals around um, nourishing this aspect of our being so that we can express ourselves as authentically uh, as we are cultivating open and honest communication just being ourselves in this way and yeah also <laughs> visualization um, is another way that we can uh, during our meditation practices or throughout our days um, visualization and imagination and the dream world in general is very deeply tied to this earth energy so working with our imagination or our dreams or our desires even uh, can be a powerful way to also commune with this energy and to go deeper into this or uh, on the other side if we're wanting to maybe um, work with our dreams more maybe like wanting to get into more lucid dreaming or uh, kind of cultivating deeper more vivid clearer dreams we can work with this air energy to to clear our minds in this way to support us and also even remembering our dreams when we find ourselves often forgetting um and in general kind of observing the state of our dreams um, and our imagination in general uh, can reveal a lot in this aspect like, for example, do we remember our dreams often or do we usually just not? <laughs> um, and if we do, uh, are they pretty vivid and clear? Um, is there, do we remember like a lot of details or is it still a bit kind of foggy? Um, the, the details of our dreams also going into what it is that we dream about, maybe seeing whether we have different dreams that come up more often like reoccurring dreams or whether there's a certain theme that is generally revolving our dreams or whether it's always uh, kind of something new if there is a theme what is this theme and kind of maybe going deeper into this reflecting on why this is coming up what this means for us um i actually read a book recently um that is called Care for the Soul by, I think, Thomas More, which is, first of all, just like an incredible book, an incredible author. I read one of his other books before that I really, really loved, and that's why 
Uh, I found this one at the library and was like, oh, yes, that's the next one. Um, and in this book, he spoke a lot about um, the mythology of, of a person's psyche and life and also the mythology of our dreams specifically to what we're talking about now, how dreams don't live in the rational, literal world. You know, when somebody tries to interpret a dream and is like, oh, I dreamt about, um, you know, buying a new house, and so maybe now it's time to buy a new house. <laughs> um, kind of going beyond the literal aspects of what is actually happening in the dream and exploring more the mythology of the dream. So exploring the symbolism and the story that is trying to be articulated through the certain expressions um, that, that are going on in our dreams exploring this and kind of navigating the the deeper dimensions and the deeper meanings of the messages that are trying to come through through this space of you know um, ethereal subliminal energy that is also air you know air um, also lives within uh, this kind of non-rational worlds or it can anyway see that's the thing when i try and talk about air i'm like oh yeah it's not really uh, rational um you know it's the dream world but on the other hand there can also be another scope of air that is very rational and very clear-cut and intellectual and information based so again kind of exploring these um, multi-dimensional aspects of of each element um but yeah so you know this kind of dream medicine um can can be very powerful even uh, starting a dream journal or talking about your dreams more just like when you wake up in the morning trying to intentionally remember and of course the more that you put energy into it the more that uh, you will remember your dreams and the maybe more clear they will get over time and maybe also the more you will begin to understand them um, and what they're trying to offer you as you kind of begin to understand the way that your dreams express themselves and what they mean for you and their messages and then you can kind of cultivate this relationship with your dream world and work with it in this way um yeah and the same goes for our imagination we can begin to work with our imagination to support us in manifesting different things also this goes kind of hand in hand with this visualization like really seeing it and working with this um, imagined space in our minds and in our beings that can create whatever it is that they want to create through this just you know feeling it and seeing it as already there um yeah um doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> also um and doing different inner child work can be a, a ritual that is supported by this element of air um so if we find ourselves again feeling rather serious um have a serious attitude or in general maybe we're finding ourselves in a serious situation or a really heavy situation um kind of working with this this energy of air to uh, support us in lightening the 
the space and feeling more clear in our minds and finding the, the play that can always be find, found in any situation, no matter how inappropriate it may seem. <laughs> uh, play and uh, lighthearted attitude um, is very valuable in situations, especially when they're feeling really heavy. And uh, this can support you in your uh, deepening your relationship with your inner child, allowing it to shine through and come out and play more, where maybe you find yourself uh, not allowing yourself to play so much, feeling like, you know, you're an adult now and you need to be serious and you need to do life the way that it should be done. And um, Inviting in the child uh, reminds us that actually life shouldn't be done in any certain way and we can do whatever it is that makes us feel good and we can let ourselves play and have fun. You know, if we don't have fun, like, what's the point even? <laughs> what's the point of life? <laughs> um, so yeah, in inviting in this, our, our inner child again and giving them a space in, in our being and in our psyche to, um, to live and to be because uh, it's a, a valuable aspect of our, of our entire beingness and totality. And also another uh, more um, spiritual uh, ritual that we may uh, practice is communing with the, the spirit realm itself through uh, wanting to work with different spirit guides, wanting to call in different spirit guides, um, communing with our ancestors, um, that all of these beings that now live within air's realm, now live within this, this other uh, space that is formless and light, you know, and not physicality or form, um, also magical beings, you know, like devas or fairies, <laughs> um, whatever it is that may be calling you, or if you generally feel this entity that is around you, maybe um, beginning to work with this energy more and working with this, this other realm more and seeing kind of what it's offering you, what messages are trying to come through and kind of opening up a space within your being to fully receive um, these transmissions. And uh, a question that we can ask ourselves in these reflections um, are, do we feel lost on our path? Do we feel um, confused and unclear in where we're going or even where we want to be going? Or do we find ourselves just deeply trusting of the process, although perhaps uh, it's not necessarily clear where it's going. We kind of trust in these higher workings that continue to guide us in, in the ways that we need and feeling into these kind of differences of whether we're, we're anxious when we begin to think about this stuff or we just kind of have this deep knowing that uh, things will work out in the ways that we need. Um, for air is our guardian of this sacred path. Um, he is reminding us always to trust that we are divinely guided and to surrender into this unknown space where just like air, life is always unexpected and takes us into 
um, you know, the unknown. It, it always is unfolding in ways that we don't expect. And air supports us as we navigate these spaces of what we don't understand or what we don't see. He supports us in navigating our, our path uh, as we follow in, into something that we don't necessarily understand right away, but just kind of trust that it is our way. He is always telling us of change, uh, of his ebbs and flows that sustain the breath of life through this constant movement and through this constant flow. For the only constant in life, in fact, is change. <laughs> the only thing that can be guaranteed and know for sure that kind of nothing is for sure. <laughs> that things are always going to change. Nothing stays the same. And this is also the nature of air and the lessons that air embodies. This surrender is air's ultimate medicine. That we kind of just surrender to this flow of life. Not to say that we shouldn't carry any intentions with us or have any direction for life, but also allowing this space for um, it to unfold and manifest in ways that maybe we don't expect or for our life to move in ways that um, maybe we don't fully understand, but because of this just higher working that that is guiding us on this way and that is working in ways far beyond what we can ever know or understand. This is air's medicine. And this navigating life with air as kind of a guardian um, and guide means holding this playful energy, this lighthearted attitude and this trust for and enjoying life and laughing in the face of the unknown, you know, enjoying this kind of space of uh, perhaps discomfort and, you know, not really knowing what's going to happen next, kind of in a way finding some comfort in it actually. Um, and this is something that I've also learned a lot, especially through traveling. For uh, Traveling, I find, um, brings things out a lot more intensely in some ways. And this is another example of that um, for when you're always traveling and moving. Um, a lot of things are unknown, you know, where are you going to go next? What's going to happen? Where are you going to sleep? Um, what, what does this place hold for us? And kind of surrendering to this unknown and actually just letting it guide you can, can open you up so much to these flows of life that just fall so naturally into place, which I've also learned um, through this journey as well, where uh, I don't know exactly what's going to happen or where I'm going. And then I just kind of go and see what happens. And then I meet somebody who guides me in this direction or I find myself flowing in this direction and it just naturally starts to uh, the pieces start to fall into place without necessarily there needing to be any force or understanding as to how it will unfold it just does <laughs> and he offers us this playfulness and this trust and also living in this pure presence and remaining rooted in the present moment and knowing that you are exactly where you need to be, uh, releasing the worry or anxiety of the past or what the future will hold, but just uh, being firmly planted in the present moment of where you are right now and 
having fun in this space and laughing in this space and enjoying the fact that maybe you don't know where you're heading. <laughs> this is the energy of air as well. For his lightness balances the deep grounding of the earth and allows us to fly and allows us to um, enjoy the unknown where the earth is very grounded and wanting to know the next steps, which is also very valuable in its own way, in its own space, yet air um, kind of dilutes and balances this energy with also providing the, the trust in the unknown and um, allowing our imaginations to take us wherever it may and allowing us to fly. For air allows us to soar and allows the, whatever we wish or dream or desire to come forth because um, air is this like exciting imaginative uh, dreams and we can play around in this space and make our life this and make it whatever we want it to be um, he is what inspires us to, to have fun in our life and, and to enjoy the process and enjoy the unfolding also air uh, in relation to the seasons is the season of spring um, which coincidentally or not uh, follows uh, winter which was the, the element of earth that we talked about in the last episode so this time of spring is a time where life is bursting forth from the darkness beneath the earth you know where in the winter everything was brewing uh, beneath the ground in the darkness and the moisture and now is finally starting to emerge from the ground with this full rich uh, penetrative energy you know that bursts through the ground and is just like everywhere and you know the flowers are growing the the sprouts are growing the, the seedlings are are getting bigger and everything it just feels like there's so much life in the air and this is air <laughs> um, it, it is everything is growing up to the sun that has been reborn uh, after the winter it is a time of freshness. Uh, it is a time of high energy and new life. You know, it's very active. There's a lot going on. This energy that has been brewing um, throughout the long and cold winter is now ready to burst forth into the external world and, you know, just like be there. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of energy in this time and all of this is kind of embodied in, in air and we can maybe feel this energy more within ourselves during the time of spring where maybe in the winter we felt more introspective and wanting to be alone and more quiet and maybe the creative energy wasn't necessarily flowing or if it was, there wasn't so much space or motivation to actually create um, things into physicality now is the time, um, so as the seeds were planted in the winter, now is the time for them to really begin to grow and be seen and be manifested. So this time is really potent for starting new projects, uh, you know, going deeper into our different creative expressions and seeing what comes through, um, maybe feeling like we want to be more active and more social these days, so kind of putting ourselves more out there and joining communities and not necessarily being at home as often as we were um yeah and kind of feeling into this energy and see how it expresses itself 
for us. Maybe our time of spring isn't necessarily um, exactly when spring comes along or maybe not exactly throughout the whole spring. Um, it's just this kind of archetype that exists within the space that can be expressed through spring and that we can align ourselves with as we also move and flow with the rhythms of the earth. We can feel this um, this airiness and this excitement and this lighthearted joy and fun and um, everything is really like warm or things are getting warmer and the sun is shining more um, in this space. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of um, mostly what I wanted to touch on. Um, I, f I feel that um, the episodes will, yeah, generally look different uh, and they will look the same and different as I continue to go along, kind of like what I mentioned in the beginning, of the, uh, more in the beginning, is that as I'm talking about this energy, I feel me also expressing it rather differently than I expressed Earth. Uh, and so maybe I will talk about different things or things will come up in different ways or be expressed in different ways. Um, I honor this. Um, yet also I, I'm still trying to kind of keep a general pattern and flow, uh, like the different rituals and practices that we can do to honor and work with this energy um, and how it, it can be expressed and stuff. Uh, but yeah. And also all the elements are so deeply intertwined and related that sometimes, um, you know, it's not so black and white or clear cut forms of like, yeah, this element is this or that element is that. And, you know, that's it. Actually, uh, they are so deeply enmeshed in ways that make them flow together as one as very often. And sometimes the boundaries are so blurred between them. They can reflect and embody each other and, you know, often overlap and maybe have sometimes the same qualities or sometimes perhaps it's more obvious um, their differences. They are continuously play, playing around and dancing throughout this complex existence, which is what makes this life, you know, their, their interactions and their intricacies are what kind of weave together this, this tapestry of life. Uh, sometimes one may be more clear, um, for example, something may be more obviously airy or feel more obviously airy or earthy to you or at a certain time and then at another time the boundaries are much more blurred between them um, and you can't really tell where one ends and the other be begins. This is, this is part of their unity together, uh, they're also deeply tied together that we can, we can see their archetypes, yet we can also see how uh, they cannot be taken away from each other, they cannot be separated from each other, they are actually this one whole unit that embodies this entire energy, um, and that is this one whole living ent entity that we can see the different parts of it through these different um, elements or energies that kind of play around and are embodied. So also remembering this and honoring this complexity and vastness of the elements um, as they also reflect our own multifaceted natures and our 
own experience of the elements' expressions. Um, they are the macrocosm of our microcosm, so all of their complexity and interwovenness within life and you know the universe and what we can see around us is also within ourselves. So honoring this um, multi-dimensional way of being within ourselves where you know we're always changing we're always growing and evolving and flowing through these phases of life and we never stay the same thing so um, honoring these these aspects and these changes and yet still um, working with these these elements and how they generally show up in our lives as I mean of course we are um, often naturally maybe more connected to certain elements or certain energies than we are others and seeing how they all interplay and intertwine within our beingness can, can, can help us identify certain or not maybe identify but give us a deeper reflection on our own beingness um, so yeah it's all just different forms of expression, different ways of saying the same things um, and we can just play in the space and have fun and not take it too seriously. You know, we're all learning and we're all um, going through our own experiences and our own lived lives uh, that, looked, that look different from each other's. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to say about that. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you so much for, again, joining me in this space. I hope uh, this was kind of clear. <laughs> I know, I feel like perhaps I was a bit more um, boom, boom, boom than, than before, uh, but I still try to be clear. Um, and yeah enjoy this learning and thank you for your patience and for joining me in this exploration of these elements and in general being in this space with me of the red moon medicine sanctuary um, i love you guys so much and i'm so grateful for for you being here <laughs> and for resonating with the space as we unfold together and learn together um, this is just an, an expression of something that we all have within ourselves and that we all embody uh, growing into its fullest potential we are all here together as one so thank you mm -hmm.